In bed, child of night, have a seen all right, like a sweet old night, head around just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Fred, leave it on Spider-Man. Will the fame is it not? Action and games are all so happy. Here comes the Spider-Man. This is episode 357 for February 2015, and if you're a fan of this podcast, I'd appreciate your support. Log on to the front page at SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look for a button that says Support This Site via PayPal, and you can help me pay the bills and keep the lights on and ensure more quality podcasts come out in the future. All right, on with the show, gang. Okay, gang, it's time to tackle your dozens of message board questions aimed at us. We've got our first one from our buddy Ryan, a.k.a. Lockdown in Illinois. He says, Happy New Year, gang. I hope 2015 is off to a great start. Brad, what interviews are you hoping to do in 2015, both from the spider offices and on the news? Uh, I have no idea for the news. Uh, As far as the spider offices, I sent an email to Tom DeFalco and Ron Friends trying to get them on to promote... Uh, Spider-Girl coming back. I haven't heard back from him, but uh, I also asked Tom about that uh, lost Web of Fortune Spider-Man book that's been lost the time. I found a couple new pages I, I shared with Did him. Did he reply back saying, please, Jesus, leave me alone? Exactly. <laughs> so hopefully Tom DeFalco or Ron Friends can come back on the podcast and we'll talk to them. Didn't Peter uh, David tell you that, dude, it was 20 years ago? <laughs> give it up. Yeah, even Peter David, who the writer of the story, he was like, you care about this more than I do. Brad yes. is a professional journalist, and when he's on to a story, he cannot let it go. It's it's <laughs> it's Peter David news. <laughs> uh, I'd like uh, John Romita Sr., uh, I need to send him an email. It's been a, a little over a year since we talked, and uh, I'd like to get him on the show. I, I think his way of uh, remember saying, uh, yeah, maybe later down the line, give me a shot back, was kind of a way of saying, nah, this doesn't sound like my thing. Well, we'll, we'll see if he's <laughs> up for an interview in 2015. <sighs> These people I call friends. Uh, J- <laughs> JR, since they are working to get Spider-Man into the new, into the main Marvel Cinema Universe with the Avengers or with Captain America, as rumored, what do you believe would be the best way to bring in Spider-Man but at the same time not make it look too forced in the other Marvel movies? Well, first of all, like I kind of alluded to earlier, uh, I don't think Spider-Man... <laughs> Yeah, I don't two shows ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Spider-Man should be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. To be honest, I see it. Oh God, I, I mean, I could go on, but this has kind of been become one of my mantras almost is that the Marvel Universe just doesn't make a rat's ass worth sense anymore. Not that it ever did, but there's too many superheroes. They'd be bumping into each other all all the time. I mean, you know, if if a guy if a guy snatched a lady's purse all of a sudden, he'd be besieged upon by at least a dozen superheroes. <laughs> you know? And they'd be fighting over which you know, which which one got to beat up the purse snatcher. I mean it's it's that ridiculous now. And there's no place for Spider-Man in the, when when you got Iron Man flying all over the place and and you know it's in fact there was a, on this Captain America Winter Soldier one of those uh, how it should have ended or something where it was like was really funny because like they were talking about taking down the Shield car- carrier and all the other characters were going to say well I say we bring the Hulk in on this I mean he can take care of this in about ten seconds right you know it's like yeah you know <laughs> and Nick Fury's going we know we're not bringing in the Hulk and 
<laughs> so I think Spider-Man in the movies works better if he is the only hero. I think he works better in a cinematic universe if he's the only hero. I don't believe he belongs to this. And I don't well, trust you, Marvel you said to, that, to do right by him. You said that in the comics, too. You don't think he works well in the Avengers. He did for a while. He was interesting for yeah. a while, but then he just became another set piece. You know, it was like... Yes. You know, it just he's here because Spider-Man and Wolverine sell. I mean, when when the first twelve issues, it looked like Bendis might actually do something with right. these characters and their relationship and do something truly different with the Avengers. But then you know we quickly went into Civil War and all that bullshit, and it was and then Secret Invasion, and, and it was all lost. Uh, George, are you going to be checking out the new Ant-Man series? Since it's written by Nick Spencer of Superior Foes. I was able to read an advanced issue, and wow, great stuff. And if not, what book would you hope for the team of Nick Spencer to write in 2015? Well, I wanted it to be Spider-Ham and Spider-Monkey, but apparently that's not going to happen now. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm real sour on Ant-Man right now. Uh, and that's <clears throat> a lot of it goes back to, you know, the just the, the underwhelming trailer for the movie and the fact that, Hank Pym and Jan get so such short shrift now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the more I think about it, the more it's starting to piss me off. So I try not to think about it much. Um, so no, I probably I, I love Nick Spencer. I probably won't check this out. I guess I'll get called prejudice again on a night. <laughs> but so I did. Even I didn't pick up that book. Did anybody pick up Ant Man number one? I have no. reason to. <laughs> You have a reason I, to. I have no reason to. <laughs> oh, no reason to. Okay, Black Cat's not in it. Why? why exactly. There yeah, you go. Why, why would you ask? You're pretty <laughs> Shut up. Mike, they have... <laughs> a couple shows in, she's told George to shut up. She'll work on grapes. Oh, Very awesome. nice. Yeah. I know. The, uh, Mike, they have sadly... They have sadly been launching satellite titles lately during events instead of spinning out of them naturally. Do you think this is a good marketing ploy by Marvel, or should they really wait until the events are over instead of plopping them right in the middle of events like Spider-Woman or Mighty Avengers? Well, it depends on what you mean by good. Okay? <laughs> because um, now, because if, you're thinking, if you're looking at it in terms of a marketing strategy... That's good. Technically, yeah, it technically does actually work because good idea. because some because somebody at Marvel, def- I mean, you know, we all know this. Somebody figured out, hey, we can get we can boost these fledgling titles by tying them into a larger event involving a much bigger title, and therefore we can help. And that, and as a result, that drives up the, um, the retailers are forced to kind of drive up the orders to anticipate demand. I mean, out of Spider Verse, we're getting three ongoing. Oh right, Spider- yeah. Woman- Spider Gwen and Silk. Right, yeah, that's coming. Those are coming afterwards and everything like that. So Which one do you think will be canceled first? Oh gosh, and let me think. Uh, could it be the Silk, one yeah. who is supposed to be the the Marvel's everyone's favorite new character that they wrote dozens right. of dozens of fan mail in? Um, at least that's what I'm th- I'm hoping. But no, but the only thing, but you know, but yeah, you know, one of those series is going to have to go. And I'm kind of thinking maybe Spider Woman is going to suffer from it because one, as uh, as Ryan kind of alludes to here, it's it started like right in the middle of an event, sort of like what happened with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, if you guys remember yeah. that, because it starts like right in the middle of a crossover, and as a result, the other, yeah, with, which was with god awful. With what? Silk, they're they're going to claim it sold out, and they had to reprint it for the distributors, oh, not yeah. the retailers, the distributors. Mm-hmm. Distributors, that's right. Uh, and then when interest continues to wane, 
mm-hmm. they'll say, well, this was always planned to be a mini. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what they say any time a Bendis book gets canceled. Well, this was yeah. always supposed to be a mini. Right. I mean, but I mean, the thing, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like, I mean, if you're talking about titles that are spinning afterwards out of the events, I think that's one thing. But if you're talking about series that are starting in the middle of one of them, like that's a different that's a different thing entirely. Because as we're seeing in this one right now in Spider Verse, you you have to go try to check out those missing chapters essentially that you to don't figure have to. Oh, well, you don't have to, but you don't have to, you, have to at all. It, it helps with your reading. It helps with your reading. Uh, yeah, because uh, you're not getting a complete story, right? That's I mean, debatable. Well, I, that might be a good thing. Yeah, but when the way, <laughs> but in the way this kind of this also happened kind of with Spider Island too, right? Because remember they had it, 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 in order to uh, when it came to um, you found out in that story that uh, for instance one of the mutated spiders was Captain America, and that the cure for this spider powers thing was uh, from Anti-Venom, but you didn't find that out in the main in the Amazing Spider-Man. You had to pick up the Venom series to get those major plot yeah. points. And so, but yeah, right. I hope that kind of answers it, sort of. But Or you don't uh, pick them up, and then you're like, why didn't I get this in the main title? That's it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> right. exactly right. Ryan's last question is to Ashley. This is just a month two of being part of the podcast, but are you loving... So far, what are you loving so far, and what are you having a problem with so far? Huh? There you go. This ought to be She's good. like telling George to shut up. <laughs> no, she finds that quite easy. <laughs> what am I loving so far? Um, yeah. I love doing the reviews. I love picking this stuff apart and pointing out the flaws, you know, what's good, what works, what doesn't. I mean, that's, I, you know, studied English and literature in college. It's nice to be able to, you know, bring this back out again and actually use those skills and to, to delve into, you know, uh, nice. written works and analyze them and pull them apart. That's just always been really fun for me. You know, I, I, I like those activities and I, I hope to be able, you know, to do more with it, you know, to, um, you know, to actually hopefully build a career off of that, you know, instead of just making pizzas tear, but, um, <laughs> I'll get my violin out. Um, <laughs> but um, I love you know just talking about you know the comics and where you know what direction is. I love the speculation. You know where's this gonna go? What's you know what can we do with this? Um, right. I love you know I love getting into the characters. I just, I love every aspect of you know reviewing it. It's like I know you know that I've done a lot of bashing myself, but that I I, I enjoy it up, yeah with an explanation yeah mm-hmm. I, I there, there's something to um, enjoy in that as well. So it's like, as bad as like some of these comics have been, it's still, it's still fun for me because right. I, I get to, to dig in and you know, really you know, sweep into it. And so that, that's one of the things when you agree to do the satellites, you're picking those apart, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. You've been enjoying that, I thought. No, yeah, now, though, I, I, I want to get as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, but Ashley, be aware now that you like to speculate. On things that means that Dan Slott feels like he has to correct you at every turn. Well, my if fiction is better than his reality, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything what you am, don't like about the podcast? What am I so having far? problems with? Well, someone keeps yeah. telling me that I'm prejudiced, and that that, that hurts me. <laughs> 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 no, AKA George. Yeah. I, what I'm having problems with? I am not a public speaker. Anyone who knows me, I'm always the quiet one. I sit in the background and I just kind of listen and, you know, I, I've now, done that on the podcast. You're a smartass. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I don't believe that either. You are very smartass, Assy. 
If that's a word. <laughs> you called her assy? I called her smart assy. Not <laughs> be, be quiet, dumb assy. <laughs> Another duck. Another duck. There you go. But um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not a public speaker. I'm not used to you know to voicing all of this and putting words to it. So it's hard for me to like to to stay coherent with. Um, You're doing great job. In all seriousness, does this, does it help you doing this? Does it help you? Definitely, yeah. I, I know with experience, I mean, you're, it's a matter of just, you know, connecting those synapses, getting your brain used to exercising in that way. So hopefully, you know, I can does you know, grow out of this, which is, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. So. Well, we've, we've enjoyed having you come join us. Oh, yeah, you, she's, been, she's a, been awesome. Yeah, you've been a great been awesome. addition. Uh, Dapper Fex. Oh, now oh, everybody correct me. This is the setup. I'm just I'm just saying setup. It's a trap. Oh. <laughs> it's a trap. Admiral Akbar with this next question. Uh have you ever dressed up as a Spider Man character? Yes. I have too. Yep. Back in, uh, Wait a minute, Ashley, isn't this the isn't this Yeah, that yeah, that. Huh? <laughs> it's the boyfriend. Okay, yeah, I'm about to say it's it's a boyfriend. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh that's very cool. Mm-hmm, that so, it's a setup. He wants me to say that I've cosplayed his black cat, and he wants to put oh. the pictures up, so he wants to... Oh, you know, so, well, Mr. Dapp, so. wait a minute, you have, you've cosplayed his black cat? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it's just an anime character, but you're a black cat, too. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah, why have we not seen that already? I, I don't like posting pictures up of myself. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I don't I'm either. camera shy, but Jack wants to put them up, so he'll probably put them up. Go for it, Jack. No. You'll <laughs> <laughs> see them sometimes, so. though. Yes. There you go. They're not anything I keep private. It's it's on Facebook and everything. By the but way, he, where did he get the avatar for this for his his thing? Yeah, that's that, that, that was from uh, the Venom uh, Remender series. Oh, okay. I know it. I know it's from that. I know it's from that. I don't know if it that's actually was an actual cover or if that was. Oh, I think I think it was a cover, honestly. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Because yeah. that actually maybe it was a variant or something. But I remember that video. Yeah, because it is a very good one. Now we 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 jumped a couple. We have to answer the man's question, Jr. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever dressed up as a Spider-Man character? He's doing it right now. <laughs> yes. Well, ex- now, okay. Explain. Was it like mine, a Halloween costume as a kid? He didn't ask for any details. He just asked a yes and no question, and I've answered. <laughs> it. As, the ho- as the host, it's my job to uh, uh, incite conversation. So I would like to know what you did. If you want him to expand on, I can I can pull him in here. You can get on the mic. Oh yeah, hey, Jack, Jack, come here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jr. What would you what, feel free to elaborate? I have been both Spider-Man and the Green Goblin. Oh, you have dressed up as the Green Goblin. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Wow. Now I didn't either. Did you go out with Spencer for Halloween? Yes. Oh, oh that's where are the pictures that's, of that? I want the pictures of that too. That's front page. You're not. You and you're not going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find your boy's email. Uh, that sounds dirty. He has that no email. Like oh. <laughs> All right. We don't let him get near a computer. <laughs> smart, smart dad. You're a smart dad, Jr. That's true. Yeah. Uh, George dressed up as a Spider-Man character recently. Oh wow! Recently, what did you do uh, in the last few weeks? Weeks ago, I okay. I got some uh, you know those pool floaties, those long pool floaties, you know that those foam what? look like tendrils, kind of you know the, they're really long. 
Oh, and, I, and you hold on to them and float around. You know, I took four of those. Oh, okay. and and I put some pipe cleaners on the ends of them. What? And uh, and then I I had a friend uh, duct tape them to my back, and then I recreated uh, Web Sentry's avatar. Web Sentry's avatar. Oh my that? god, that's pornography. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what? Wait a minute. I, I don't, I, Web Sentry's the, uh, from the message board. The naked Web Sentry's doc avatar. Off. The naked well, the doc. Naked doc, doc, doc. doc. <laughs> <laughs> now that the picture I not. Really? Because not. I'll gladly give it out. No, no. <laughs> I'll put it on the front page right now. Keep talking. I'll do it. No, no. I'm about to. Oh, damn. But yeah, I did it in the privacy of my of my own home. I felt. I suddenly I realized. Um, have you ever seen Silence of the Lambs? Oh, stop! You know, stop. You know oh, the guy that played oh, Buffalo Bill, that guy from uh, from Monk. Uh, you know, he did the tuck it back dance. Help and me I, had to do, I had to do that, Brad, because like Were that's you the only way. the song to Dare George. Yes, yes. Oh wow, okay. Goodbye, I'm going to call you Tucket, Texas. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Tucket, Texas. Uh, Mike, what did you dress up as, by the way? Uh, well, I dressed up as Spidey way back when I was in first grade, and it was actually a homemade Spider-Man costume that my mom sewed together. Wow! Oh my gosh! Do you have a picture of that? Oh, I do somewhere, but I don't. I oh. totally lost it. I mean, it didn't have like the. I just had the open eye eye pieces, like you know, the mask that you liked for that Spider-Man with the open eyes instead of the uh, the white lenses, Brad. Right. It, it was Spider history. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, that's cool. That was cool. Yeah, I had that, and I had that, I actually had that for kind of a years, and she even let it out a couple times, like a, well, I didn't have a Halloween costume, like. But by tenth yeah. grade, you figured there's no point anymore. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I was. It was long before tenth grade. I think it was probably like maybe you know. I but. I had that uh, classic Ben Cooper costume from the late seventies. Oh, okay. And the no, you could not breathe when you put that mask on. Oh, the, because was that that plastic? Like it was plastic. Yeah, I remember the plastic. Were there any voices? Were there any voices oh. telling? There were no voices. I did not pass out, but I really did. <laughs> I remember the condensation from whenever you put those masks oh, on. Yeah, dude, you got so hot. Yes, that you would. Thing. You would. Your face would sweat because oh. I, I I dressed up as the Hulk. I had the Hulk one. Oh my and and <laughs> my face would be sweaty the whole time. I couldn't. I didn't. It's like the the fun factor wears off after like the first I know. ninety seconds. And then you're wearing that awful trash bag. Yeah. And cost- yeah. Oh, kids these days, boy, do I sound old, but kids these days have this great Spider-Man costumes now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, uh, Norman's c- Cornrows is this guy's most... <laughs> what did you think it said, Brad? Awesome. Uh, I, I thought it was a... La- I don't know. And Norman's first, Cornrows. And it's a first-time poster, too, so welcome to the... First-time poster. Welcome J.R., to you ought to like oh, welcome guy. to the board. His location is atop the awful Raimi snowboard goblin glider. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, Crawl Space Gang. Just started listening to the show, and it cracks me up every time. He likes it there. Very good. My question is for everyone. After the conclusion of Spider-Verse, assuming Doc Ock, Spidey makes it out alive, would you guys want Dan Slott to write a new series with the superior Spider-Man as the main character? And what situation would you like the book to focus on, i.e., would he be in the 616 or in another universe with Anna Maria having adventures? Hmm. I want I want just a Doc Ock book written by Slot. I think that'd be good. Yeah, I I'd, I'd rather have Doc Ock actually back and then just see what you know exactly and sort of yeah. kind of I mean, if you wanted to you could kind of take a sort of an anti heroic approach with him or something like this like he's trying to I would agree. Yeah, if they're if they're dead Slot on if dead, they're dead Slot, slot <laughs> if they're if they're dead set on Slot slot having to write the book if they're if they're dead set on inflicting that on us yeah. then at least give us the auto because that's the only. Mm-hmm effing Spider-Man he can write. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know how to write Peter Parker. He knows how to write Otto playing Peter, 
just fine. He knows next to nothing of writing Peter Parker. So yeah, as long as as Lot is here, we might as well have Otto because it's more interesting than his Peter Parker will ever be. Uh, he also has a question I would also like to ask. Uh, the group, as a relatively new reader of Spider-Man stories, I was hoping each member of the panel could recommend a writer's run on Spider-Man on a Spidey title to check out, and also one to stay away from due to lack of quality. <laughs> I was hoping for runs past the 90s, as I'm trying to collect essentials and trades with all the previous stuff, and I'm planning to go through that anyways. Let's see. Well, he, if he wants stuff past the 90s, that only leaves Straczynski. That leaves JMS and Jenkins. Well, I mean, if he's going to – well, I would actually recommend that he would actually read the uh, – at least the GM, when JMS was teamed with John Romita Jr. Yes. I mean, just start from coming home to the book of Ezekiel because not only does that kind of explain a little bit more of the backstory of Spider-Verse, but if you think about it, that's kind of like a perfect little – because both of those are kind of bookends and stuff. It's only after we after the uh, coming home and we get into um, the story which will not be mentioned, known as, uh, involving Gwen Stacy and um, oh, some uh, oh, and her oh, and her ninja oh, twins. There's, um, there's one. To, there, her oh. ninja twins. That's the one. The one that was so. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to that, but that's yeah, awesome. her that ninja, was so her, wonky that Jr. had to fix it for him. Uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yep, that is true. Yeah, that, uh, yeah avoid that stuff. Uh, that's, avoid. That's when JMS's run just starts taking a big old nosedive. And um, there, although there's some good Paul, there's some good Paul Jenkins and uh, spectacular. And there's some Parks. great Paul Jenkins. <laughs> oh yeah, Paul yeah. Jenkins does great work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, hey, Brad. Yeah, uh, Jr. Are you there? Yeah. How are the royalty checks still coming from from Marvel using your your explanation, <laughs> using your idea? Or was it just well, a flat fee? He's a first time listener. He's just started listening. So explain how Jr. fixed their mess. I'll let Jr. do it. Yeah. How'd you fix their mess? I really didn't fix anything, guys. I mean, uh... okay, George, tell me how Jr. <laughs> Basically, Jr. had to explain the exact parameters of where and when and why Norman and Gwen could have ever wound up together. And it was – basically he did the work that a writer should have. And Marvel <laughs> – and, and, and it was so clear, concise, and correct that Marvel yeah. eventually officially adopted it. And they paid <laughs> Jr. a shitload of money for it. <laughs> right, Jr. Yeah, yeah they, sure, was, they sure did. Where was it cited? It was in uh, Marvel Encyclopedia, or where was it? Well, it was, yeah, and, and the Marvel Encyclopedia was, or it was, it, it, the thing was, it was written by the guys from Spider, um, from, yeah. from one of the other websites. Uh, I, Spiderfan.org, I think. Thank right? you, yeah, yeah, which is one of, so really it was them, you know, seeing that idea. And really, the only thing they used was just the fact that that I suggested the whole thing started when Gwen actually went to Norman to say thank you for saving her and her dad. Really, I think yeah. that's the only thing they used. They didn't use, you know, anything else of my whole convoluted explanation. They just kind of did that, used that as the... the, 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 the and, and, well, I did, I, I did guess they used the time period where it happened. Yep. Because otherwise, the time period was... I think Straczynski himself said the time period was much further, you know, uh, like in the issue hundreds or something. And I said, no, it had to have happened back in the 60s. Yep. And I guess that, that kind of... Uh, but I mean, but yeah, then the, like Crack dot com came up with with it, and uh, and and they kind of right. With it in a, yeah, in a, you you got number three on their on their list, by the yeah. way. Of, of, of fan ideas so good that they were adopted by the creators. 
Yeah, so. I I think that, <laughs> I think there's probably a little bit of hyperbole in there, uh, but uh, except the compliment. But it's but but I will say that JMS though said that he thought that my explanation was very fair, and he recommended mm-hmm. people reading it. Um, nice. Because it was right after the book came out, and just people were shitting all over it. And he referred <laughs> he referred to my review, and he said, "There's you know the the guy you know talks about things that work and things that don't work." He said, uh, "Overall, it's a very balanced review." Uh, so I, I took that as a compliment. So. Aziz, location on the Gotham Gargoyles. Uh, the issue, what if volume one, number 17, that is, what if Spider-Man had never become a crime fighter? Uh, it ends with Spider-Man fighting the Sinister Six, bossed by their master planner, J. Jonah Jameson, who brought the mess on himself. But in the end, he says, quote, it's all your fault, Spider-Man. Spidey is drawn like he is... In the end of his origin story, crying, it's all my fault, as is, as he just recently did in his most recent issue. Mm-hmm. Is Spider-Man an idiot in that panel? Yes. <laughs> I think you can also refer to the most recent in, in number 12 as well. Yeah, exactly. I just love the web cape that he's just got on there. I mean, that little, yeah. you know, like he's got the the, the showman thing that he's sporting there. I think I vaguely, and I think I vaguely remember reading something about like this or something. Like, he's just like, he gets all... Um, it's been a while, though. But uh, He also goes on to say, shareholders in the same issue tell J., uh, Jonah Jameson, quote, you've hired Foswell, the big man. Now you are obliged to let you step down as the IC. Remember when Hobgoblin planned to blackmail Jameson for creating the Scorpion and Jameson confessed and stepped down? What would it be like if, sh- uh, if the shareholder scene was used in, the, in that issue instead? And sorry for the long... Uh, a couple questions can't make them any shorter, and I hope Jr. can review the questions and be ready to answer them. As <laughs> say my name, boss. All right, Jr. He wants you to tackle this one. All right, boss. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, this was a pretty good, um, pretty good what if. Uh, really, it's really it's what if the the first uh, what if that addressed whether or not uh, what if Peter had actually stopped the burglar. And um, the whole idea is that he does and that he goes on to have this entertainment career, but he, it goes to his head and he becomes basically a total asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but, <laughs> but the, reason, the, the reason he is saying it's all my fault at the end, what, what, ha- what happens is that Jonah, re- well, actually, John Jameson actually dies in Amazing Spider-Man number one in that uh, rocket accident or whatever because Spider-Man's is you know busy being an entertainer he's not out there fighting crime or saving people so john james actually dies so you know so jonah doesn't blame spider-man for that but it, he's just he's he started kind of down that road and then he figured and then you know of course he he doesn't like spidey anymore in this in that universe and he does our universe so you know while Spy- he figure he figures out spider-man's secret identity which i guess it's not so carefully guarded as an entertainer and spider-man decides to kind of one up him a little bit um, some other things happen, though, and Spider-Man decides to ruin Jameson, mm-hmm. absolutely ruin him and destroy him. And so that's why, and then the whole thing with Foswell happens, and uh, then Jameson takes, through a convoluted series of events, Jameson takes over running Foswell's operation, and then Joan is actually in charge of the Sinister Six at the end. But the whole thing is, it is Spider-Man's fault, because he maliciously ruined Jameson. And so, basically, Jonah was giving nowhere else to go than what he did. He lost the bugle, he lost everything he had, and it was because Spider-Man acted, you know, again, like an asshole. He deliberately destroyed him. So, 
no, he wasn't an idiot. I mean, the, the story, yeah, yeah, the story's kind of a little awkward and it's dated or whatever. But uh, no, Spider Man did cause that series of events. Uh, as far as I, I don't really know what point you're making here. I mean, what if they? Because uh, at one time when they find out that Foswell was the big man, then somebody representing the board says, "Jonah, we think you should step down." But in the later issue, the Jonah steps down himself. The ownership of the Daily Bugle has always been very nebulous. Has Jonah owned it? Or, or or not? Has he been the majority shareholder or not? Uh, you know, I, I, it doesn't. I, I don't. I don't know what the what the point would be if uh, one way or the other on the second on your second question. Okay. Uh, let's. You know, another good what if is I think uh, what if number forty six. What if Aunt May died instead of Uncle right. Ben? It was penciled mm. by Ron Friends, I think, wasn't it? And and actually written by Peter Gillis, the same guy who wrote this number nineteen. Oh, get out of here! No, he wrote them both. He wrote he wrote very good ones, but then he decided to do a, a what if Captain America had been unfrozen in the modern age and turned that into a complete liberal screed. So, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Gillis, uh, he also wrote Doctor Strange, I think, in the eighties, the near the nineties. I think. I don't know. All right, uh, Spidey PR six posts from Washington D.C. A question for the whole panel and the host. Uh, let's see. Have you looked at the cover? of Amazing Spider-Man number 121. That's the one where Gwen Stacy dies. I have, and the supposed drama strikes me as kind of lame. Spidey says, quote, Someone close to me is about to die, and it pictures eight characters. Jonah, Harry, Norman, MJ, Flash, Robbie, Randy Robertson, Gwen, and Aunt May. It's kind of amazing, hence the title, that these are considered eight of the people closest to Peter and Spidey. One, of his, one is his archenemy. One is his sometimes boss, and Spider-Man's number one critic, and one is his high school bully. And Randy is a minor supporting character at best. Looking back, if you could have killed Gwen, who would you have killed and why? And if it, if I was trying to make an impact, I would have killed Aunt May and forced Peter's Spidey to, uh, character to grow. And if I wanted the killing to mean meaningless, I'd have offed Randy. Who would have cared if he died? As always, thanks for a great podcast. All right. Who who should we off instead of Gwen? Well, in that since cover? you presented the challenge, you say, okay, who cares if Randy dies? I will make you weep. I will kill Randy off, and you will feel more horrible than you've ever been reading a comic that, in your that's, life. That's because so. the, a good writer can make you care about anybody, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Challenge accepted. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, George, who are you killing off besides Gwen? Um... Wow, I probably would have killed... Uh, if I couldn't have killed Gwen, I probably would have killed Aunt May. Yeah, well, that's the uh, closest to yeah, it. I mean, that, that was yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it would have been way more impactful. In fact, I think it would have been more impactful than killing off Gwen. Um, but the thing is, though, for the choice that they made was the correct one in, in, in why Spider-Man... At that point in his life, Spider-Man needed the whole responsibility thing reinforced and the whole thing that you can't protect everybody, he needed that reinforced as well. There were lessons to be learned there. And of the lessons that he needed to learn at that point, uh, Gwen was the best choice. Right. What if it would have been Mary Jane? Um, I would have celebrated. People would have rioted. <laughs> what? Whoa! What? Whoa! Whoa! The F. Because dead blood, then he would get Black Cat, right? What did you <laughs> just say? Well, actually, it's been fun. Right uh, here on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you don't like Mary Jane? What? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can't. I mean, Why didn't we do this in the interview process? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, this <laughs> is worse than the T-Rex known. being on top of the Hulk. This is worse than <laughs> twisting off on the Secret Wars. Oh, this is worse than the colonoscopy story. Is oh, it, my God. Are you kidding it, me? Why don't you like Mary Jane? I just, maybe it's been just the issues I've read. Maybe I'm not reading, you know, the right stuff that showcases her properly. Okay. Okay, that's but, because you haven't read a lot of finish, the older let her stories, finish, right? Let, 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 let her finish. Let her, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to give that grace. But wherever I see her, she just, she irritates the crap out of me. I just look at her, I'm like, you're weak. I now, can't do... <laughs> It's, now, it's always, you, oh you know, it's like, oh, I can't handle, you know, Spider-Man or Peter being Spider-Man. I can't handle oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see that way that. too often, and I'm just like, that. you know. You have to understand, up. she hasn't been written in character correctly since, since what, 2000? Yeah, about 2007. Seven. I think yeah. the where I, I saw her, where I, I think what set the set the ball rolling was in the back and black issue, you know, where Peter comes back all bloodied up by the rhino and she's oh, like, Oh, I can't okay. be here. I'm so traumatized because oh. he got beat up. I'm like, you know, this is your husband. It's like you you know what you got yourself into. I'm tired of the, you know, wishy washy, oh, I can't deal with this. I can't this is too much in my life. I'm like, then you then what are you doing here? It's like okay, you knew what you're signing up for. Yeah, I, now, I, I, could, I, could, now, I could see what you're coming from. Too, this is, actually, this is, now, George, well, shit, now, George, my wife's been this. whining like that for like 25 <laughs> years. I mean, yeah. Now, George, would you not agree this is what's happened with the killing of the character over the last nearly decade? That there's a group of Spider-Man fans that aren't, don't love that character as much as we do. There, this is the worst possible scenario yeah. for a new reader or for, for someone mm-hmm. who, who is mm-hmm. newer to the books than some. Yeah. Because in the, the the character of Mary Jane, the best supporting character in the history of Spider-Man, yeah. next to maybe Aunt May, has no. suffered. She's, she's number one. Has suffered so indescribably yeah. much from the god awful, backwards ass, wrong headed characterization, especially from goddamn slot. Yeah. And 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 so now. Because we're just now first hearing of this. This is like the first time Ashley jumped out. Oh, and by the way, MJ sucks. And all, we, were all, we were all like, whoa, whoa. We, we stopped the train. <laughs> you have to understand, Ashley. Mary Jane is a fantastic character. Okay? And the love story, which, you know, we've always been telling you to go back and read a lot of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. The love story between them is probably the, the greatest love story in comics you'll ever read. And you and you look at the at the way it it, it goes forward and, and the the times when it slips back and the, when it goes forward again. But you haven't really seen MJ if if you've only seen her since around that 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 She's time. She's been at one issue in the past eleven. Well, um, what's well, right. what's interesting going on uh, slightly on topic is because it's it's because of this story is you actually get I mean because prior to this um, to the death of Gwen Stacy MJ was kind of presented as sort of this. Happy-go-lucky, party girl, kind of acted like she was kind of very ditzy, sort of, you know, go-go girl dancer, basically. And so with this issue with um, with the Defense with Stacy, there is of course that one scene where she kind of literally just steps up and stuff, and where where Peter just tells her that, oh, you don't care about Gwen's death, you wouldn't care if your own mother died, and she has the opportunity to leave, and she doesn't. She slams the door. 
Right. That and that moment, that's the moment where she literally starts to grow as a character, right? At that yeah. moment and everything like this. I mean that I mean I mean that's where that's when Mary Jane could be when she's written correctly can really come to shine. Right. But then what with her, the relationship with Peter, I can I totally and actually I totally understand where you're coming from with this because oftentimes the writers kept putting her in the situations where like oh where she was always constantly complaining about Peter just going out swaying swinging at all hours, trying to stop crime, and there she's like, you know, why can't you be more home more and everything like this? And after a while, yeah, it can, can get a little bit repetitive but and tired. We, so. we, all, we all agree with Ashley yeah. that we don't like the current Mary Jane either. If, no. if, if I had... No, is that right, George? If I had no exposure to the character aside from what's happened yeah. since 2008, if that was my only exposure to Mary Jane, I wouldn't like the character either because she's exactly. been miswritten... And handled yep. by writers who don't effing understand her or her importance in the book and what makes her a great character. And on top of that, by Marvel's back-ass words, and I keep saying this, ass-backwards, back-ass words, um, wrong-headedness about the character and about – it was amazing to me. Remember when they broke up the marriage and we were given all these bullshit, stupid reasons of mm-hmm. why it had to happen. Basically, the only real reason was because it's what, it's what Joke was saying and wanted and that was all that mattered. Hmm. But all the reasons they broke them up and all the reasons they've tried since then to get us to hate the character with bad writing to the point of even having Mary Jane tell her how perfect some other girl was for her. Oh, Oh, God, I hated that. Carly Cooper. But you have to understand, Ashley, they have worked. Number one, they they don't have writers who understand her. Dan Slott absolutely cannot write Mary Jane. He doesn't understand her or really Peter Parker, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to understand that, and you have to also understand there's been a hit job done on this character for now for the last several years. Marvel hates the fact that Mary Jane is so popular with the fans. They mm-hmm. absolutely hate it because it, it, it stopped – I mean because for the longest time they were married and fans loved the marriage, and it stopped them because a lot of the writers live vicariously kind of through you know, like people like Joe Kelly, and they want Spider-Man yeah. to sleep around with like – X characters because it's like they didn't get to in high school. Is that well, it, it, well, it, 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 in front of that too. I remember. Right. That. Well, well, I mean because yeah. the, because the, the the logic behind it is because oh, if you have a married character, then you don't have as much romantic drama and as it opposed aged to the single. character. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Right. Both yeah. of those are completely asinine and and, and goofy. Right. Mm-hmm. So no, but that because that's why and so that's why they're trying. I mean, I mean, I know. Remember, I've read somewhere back when. Um, like about the behind the scenes stuff, I think when Wack, when Steve Wacker was explaining like about Brand New Day and stuff, that they kind of they purposely could took Mary Jane out for over for a year because they wanted to try to build up new female characters because they mm-hmm. figured that she was such a present she's been so, was such a present that because at the time when uh, One More Day happened they were married for like twenty years so that and mm-hmm. at the time that's actually if you think about it that's actually like almost nearly half of Spider Man's published history right there i mean because he's been around you know for so so then they so because because she was such a fixture in that book for so long they figured well we have to and we and we want to go back to him being a swinging single they had to try to bring in some new character that's why he had the carly cooper had characters like carly cooper and nora winters and why you they tried to reintroduce the black cat as a potential love interest and then of mm-hmm. course we had the and then of course we had his uh michelle gonzalez and the um the roommate from hell storyline and which uh, you know that that yeah. stuff, and then and that's why we also now have Silk as a character too, because they mm-hmm. guess, because because they have to figure well since Carly Cooper didn't work, we got to bring her, we got to bring this other character <laughs> in. So mm-hmm. yeah, but 
I mean, it's so, but, and essentially interesting. And the thing is, I mean, going back again to this guy, to uh, Spidey PR's question, um, the thing is about the thing about Gwen's death and stuff and everything. In a way, if if she hadn't died, I'm not sure if she would have become as notable as a character as she is now. She was actually a bipolar psycho. Oh yeah, yeah. I went back and read. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised when I actually went back and read some of those those issues. Just like, oh my gosh, she's just like, you know, she kind of does. I mean, she's very, almost kind of like a very um, kind of, you know, because she's other presents comes across as kind of a soror, so, you know high type sorority person who's always kind of angry at Peter and everything. But I just, but I just find him so attractive at the same time. And yeah. but um, so, but I think because of her death, that's why she kind of has this sort of. Saintly uh, outlook on from some yeah, readers and everything. Came a martyr. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Let's push on, gang. We got a lot of questions. Well, hang on. I, I, I don't want Ashley to feel bad. Oh, oh no, no, no. no! I don't. I don't think my silence. Or like I feel like I've been cowed. I'm just. I'm listening. I'm honestly listening. <laughs> listening. I yeah. have already resolved. You know, um, to you know, I, I have backed off MJ much more, <laughs> a lot more than I have in past years. I used to really hate on her. But I'm more willing now to give you know give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm still very irritated by her. Like you know, I I, right. you know, I went back. I've read you know some of the older ones just because I wanted to get the history of Black Cat. Every time I saw her, I just ground my teeth. Well, you know, eventually when they were both, <laughs> even back when they were both written correctly, MJ and and uh, Felicia wound up becoming pretty you know pretty good friends. Yeah, I I did like actually, that. They were more friendly to one another, I should say. You know, they weren't yeah. like, but they didn't hang out and go get their nails did. Yeah. No, they were more friendly pre-wedding, weren't they? Or no, 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 no they were. No, 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 they didn't know each other. Oh, no, yeah. No, they. She yeah. was. <coughs> she was ready to literally claw MJ's eyes out at yeah. various points. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah. But uh, the other thing that bothered me too is that it feels like every single iteration of Spider-Man has to have him in a relationship with Mary Jane, and so I just I get tired of it. Mm. Well, it's it, you know, it's. Just, yeah, I understand. You know, it, it worked so well. It was so popular, and you know, it, it was written so well. If it works, you know, don't don't break what or don't fix what's not broken. So, um, I, I just wish Horn- I wanted to see more variety. Mm-hmm. A hornacek from Canada. <laughs> I'm moving on. Uh, to everyone, are there any alternate Spideys that, when Spider Verse was announced, <coughs> expecting to see? That have not appeared yet, besides the ones they couldn't get the rights to. I'm look. I was looking forward to seeing Spider-Man as clone from the 1981's What If, number 30, the one where the clone lived and the story ended, but the two of them decided to share Peter and Spidey's lives. I'm behind in my reading, so maybe they have appeared, or maybe they're in one of the many crowd scenes that contain little explanation of the alternate's origin. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen that one. I don't think. Don't no. we have enough of them already? I really. I know. Yeah. 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 But if, um, if uh, they're. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, there, if there was going to be... I, what, what's, what does surprise me is we haven't gotten any Spider-Men who are symbiote characters. Like uh, like a Spider-Man who, uh, who, still, who, who has had like, maybe a Venom symbiote on him. We have not had a black suit Spidey. Like, no, yeah, not yet. That, uh, like that Peter from that What If, like, remember before the Hulk got the Venom symbiote, you know, when Peter was... Oh, a, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, the what if when number four? Him, yeah. The other thing, oh, I the other that. character we don't have, I know, and I know this is actually from the uh, from a from the cart from the cartoon series. Is that remember that guy who wore the armored spider suit? Oh wait, no, wait. He actually died in one of those in, the, in one of those passages in the Superior mm-hmm. Spider-Man issues. Actually, yeah. you know the one that was a jerk Spider-Man who had actually had his own company <laughs> and stuff. 
Yeah, so wait a minute. I'm trying to think of a Spider-Man that they haven't used. I, they, haven't they killed used my amazing friends. I mean, come uh, on, that's the one I wanted. Yeah, they haven't used Josh Keaton's Spider-Man. Well, they can't. Which they can't, yeah. Cause it's no. But they can't use Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield Well, they, Or they can always... Yeah, they can't do that. Um, they, they've used all the cartoons. They've used... Can they use the 1970s live-action Spider-Man? No, probably not. No. They can't no, they're, they're, because they're in a because it's a it's a legal issue with CBS because CBS produced that yeah. show and so they kind of they're I like the I like the newspaper strip one yeah that was cool yeah oh I don't know um, yeah with the with the little backup in that one uh, that was really cool that was one of my favorites mm-hmm. um, um let's see you can't do let's see what's one that's yeah you're kind of trying to you're kind of hard pressed now to try to figure out an alternate have we seen the Electric Company Spider Man no we probably can't see that one either. No, we actually we, they actually do have the rights to do that one. Do they? Yeah, we, we haven't seen that. We haven't yet. seen the Spidey Super Story, Spidey. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. The one who talks in real plain, simple sentences in big letters that JR could read. Large print Spidey to read letters for JR. That's right. That's what I need, particularly at my age. Large print Spidey. Uh, George, have you seen the Jurassic World trailer? And is it possible that the genetically modified hybrid dinosaur mentioned is actually Stegron? I have seen the trailer. Has everyone else seen the trailer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks good. And it was funny because, you know, that you, Chris Pratt has that look on his face that's like, uh, you know, he's looking at Bryce Dallas Howard or Bryce Dallas Howard like, uh, hey, you know, enough with the, with the tomfoolery. Can your uncle hook me up with some of that, you know, Tranya? No one understands that, but Jr. I don't know it. Yeah. Okay. So yep. Clint. How, so so. Over my maneuver. She is. She is Ron Howard's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Ron Howard's brother is Clint Howard. Okay. Right. And his father was Rance Howard, or is Rance Howard. Clint Howard, when he was what Jr. Seven. Something like that. Yeah. Was in an episode of um, Star Trek called the Corbinite Maneuver. Where oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And they dubbed his yeah. voice. But he was like a – the alien looked like a little kid, but it was like, you know, just a regular person. That's right. And he drank this orange drink, which apparently was some sort of apricot juice call, and they called it Tranya. And the scene is so over-the-top crazy ridiculous yeah. that you know, <laughs> it's, people still talk about it now. So, of course, when I saw him looking at Bree Stylus Howard, I'm like, you know, can your uncle hook me up with the Tranya? Oh, okay. You know, and, and JR and I are the only ones who get that. Ashley over there is like crickets right now. <laughs> and I'm a Star Trek fan, and I didn't even get it. Okay. So, no, it, it, it looks interesting. It's like, you know, we have a, much like much like uh, TV producers haven't learned the lessons of cop rock. Um, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like the people at InGen haven't learned the lessons of, you know, all the other times when dinosaurs have gone berserk and ate people. So, we're, you know, so God, let's do it again. It's been 20 it's years. Science. Maybe we'll get it right this time for science, right? Right, um, wow. But no, uh, Craig, to answer your question, uh, God does not love us enough for to have it be Stegron at the end of this movie. Well, I don't know. We just had, you know, the, in, in issue 12, they were in the, you know, what if dinosaurs took over? What if that is a tie-in to Jurassic World? Ashley, it made me wonder what the Spider-Man of that world would be. Would he be uh, Spider or like Peter Parker? Well, they did have Actually, he did show up. But it was one of those blink and you miss it cameos. What like, he be, where he gets killed. Peter Parker Sore? Actually, he's called Arachnosaur. Arachnosaur. Okay, yeah, so I, actually looked at, I actually looked that up on the Wicked, wow. on Marvel wow. Wiki, by the way. So, so the two that I gave <laughs> is actually better. 
I think yep. it, it was yep. the one that uh, Brad mistook for the other spider monkey. Ah, there you go. Okay. Night Watch from Greenville, South Carolina, and I actually enjoyed the Night Watch book. I don't know why. You also enjoyed I, Sleepwalker. I, I also what? You also enjoyed Sleepwalker. The uh, yes, I you did. You also I bought Darkhawk back in the day, didn't you, Brett? Darkhawk kicked all sorts of ass, it, by the way. Actually, yeah, I actually like Darkhawk too. You, I like Darkhawk a lot. You two are precious. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> although I, I mean, well, Ashley, what did you say to George earlier? Suck it or no? Who's what, what was the insult to George? Tell me to shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what? I thought it was a lot more elaborate. Evidently not. Shut up, George. What, what night watch was <laughs> Marvel Spawn ripoff? Yeah. 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 It was basically spawned by another name, essentially. I think he was introduced in Web of Spider-Man. I think he was. Yes, he was. He was. Wasn't he in Maximum Carnage too? For like brief, yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. I didn't yeah, even briefly, remember him. <laughs> anyway, night watch. A night watch. Everyone. After we we're done get... shitting all over the guy, you know, <laughs> the, the, apparently a character that the guy he, likes. I like the character, and so does Nightwatch. All right, to everyone, uh, we often give writers today grief for their treatment and depiction of female characters. Uh-huh. So, excluding Mary Jane, what are some of your fe- favorite moments, issues, past and present, featuring female characters? Superior foes to last issue with Black Cat. Yeah, when you realize that Felicia was there the whole time. Awesome. Was uh, and it you know, remember Brad? Because we covered this, and we we're like, "What is her name?" They never reveal her name the entire time. They never say what this gal's name is. You know, and they never that's do. My, that's my most recent favorite female moment. It sure as hell hasn't been Silk, who can fix every problem. Just ask her. Uh, the, I think the strongest character that's come out in the last several years uh, under the slot regime, uh, obviously, has yeah. been Anna Anna Marconi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've really been enjoying her. She's actually been. It, it amazes me that Slot created a character that I could actually feel so much for, but it was because it was completely organic and done correctly. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen and, her in how many issues? <laughs> well, we, we saw her. Well, we technically little... saw her in twelve, where she was. Yeah, a well, hologram. we saw a hollow a image, floating, floating mm-hmm. hologram. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, forgot the I hollow image. On. But uh, yeah. but she <laughs> exactly. You know, she's she's been a very strong character, and I've I was no one was more surprised about how much they liked that character than I was because I I. I, I when I finally got back into the podcast, Brad, you know, and I went back and read all the all the superior stuff, I fully expected just to hate every bit of it. And I was like, "This is the best thing Slot's ever written," you know, because JR, it's not Peter. A, Jr., you got a favorite female character recently or uh, past, present? Hmm, well, only the ones in my mind, but uh, um, <laughs> wow, that's a dirty, dirty place. Somewhere oh. there's like Cheryl Teagues and uh, <laughs> and Farrah Fawcett, Fawcett and you know. <laughs> Yeah, the poster my dad would never have let me have back in the 70s. I had a, I, I a thing for Kate Jackson and Aaron Gray back in the day, man. Aaron, oh, from Silver Spoons forever. Well, from oh, Buck, yeah. Rogers. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. <laughs> well, yeah, no, not Eric, who we had a crush on. What's your favorite spider character? <laughs> I was talking about what's going on in JR's head. I'm just throwing out all these oh, 70s, okay. like Kathy Lee Crosby. Well, that was a- Linda Carter. Oh, Linda Carter. She's still beautiful. Even though she married a crooked lawyer, but anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, uh, see, so excluding, see, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's ever is, sidetracked with all these seventies hotties. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of those questions. You know, you hate somebody. You hate coming up at like two and two in the morning. But I, I wish I don't know. I I, I always like Jean DeWolf. I wish I wish she mm-hmm. hadn't gotten killed mm-hmm. off, and I wish, you know, I wish her character could have survived. You know, up. You know, to at this time period where a woman in that type of position is is more common and, and not so, um, you know, 
I mean, just just more common and probably could have been written better and uh, more uh, effectively integrated into the stories. Um, but uh, I, I did like the moment, though, where, where Spider-Man realized that uh, she liked him uh, in a sexual way. And it was just absolutely devastating. Um, one, one of the best female, in my opinion, was the Straczynski Aunt May. Writing letters to the Bugle was great. Uh, I mean... I, just, I loved his treatment of Aunt May. I don't think the character's ever been written that well. Uh, that's true. I agree. That probably is the best. Yeah. That and I think Robert Aguirre Sacasa did a pretty good job with her, too. But you're right. Str- yes. Straczynski's the one who decided to say, you know, let, let's make her a real character instead of a uh, senile old dingbat. An idiot, not a horny old 60 year old woman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what are your, some of your favorite moments and issues featuring Mary Jane? Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, there you mine. go. That's, That's a great Mary Jane. That there. is a fantastic Mary Jane story. Yeah, that um, actually is a good one. Um, Mike, what do you got? Well, I mentioned the I mentioned the one earlier about the um, about in the, from Amazing Spider-Man uh, one twenty-two, like the conclusion of um, of uh, uh, the nine Quinn Stacy died. The other one, although, is kind of a little probably. I'll be accused of uh, making uh, Mary Jane into a Mary Sue, according to Dan Slott, is the one where she beats the chameleon with a baseball bat. Oh, from Web Spinners. Yeah. Both Aunt May and, the chame- and, and Mary Jane have taken out the chameleon. Well, yeah. Aunt May was funnier, actually, when she feeds that a poison. Po- like po- Aunt May was poison- dark. Oh, my God. Poison wheat cakes or something. Where she put poison cookies. Poison cookies, cookies. yeah. Delicious <laughs> yeah. arsenic. She loaded yeah. them with Ambien. She took all of uh, Mary Jane's Ambien, <laughs> put it in the mix. And, uh, she was knitting the scarf the whole time. Don't F with Aunt May, man. <laughs> oh, Don't my F God. Don't F with Aunt May. <laughs> what was Mary Jane? Uh, Straczynski wrote it too. The, uh, Straczynski. Got- okay, Ashley, this is this is a good thing for you to know. <laughs> you haven't read a lot of the of the J. Michael Straczynski stuff, have you? When they got back together, not I mean, the, that I know of. One of the best Peter and Mary Jane issues was that one where she finally came back from Hollywood. Um, hang on a minute, I'll find the issue number for me because it escapes me right it's now. It's issue number fifty. Yeah, it's yeah. one where they're out there stuck at the oh, airport. It's, it's the one where Doc, yeah, Doc, and Doc Doctor Doom shows, shows up at the airport. Yeah, that's a good one. That is yeah. one of if you've ever needed to, everything you need to know about the character and why she's important to Peter and why she's important to Spider-Man's history is in that story, and it and it comes out of Peter's mouth. Mm-hmm. And by the yes. end of it, when they agree to get that that she'll move back home and they'll get back together, it was one of the most gut wrenching, impactful things I'd read between the two. Yeah. And it, and it also, but see, the, the thing is, the strength of it. It is so amazingly good, and JMS does, does such a good job with showcasing how perfect these two characters are for one another. And when I say that, I mean in an actual way, not the Marvel marketing way. Mm-hmm. But that they are so good for one another and so great that it, it makes everything that happened with One More Day several years later such complete bullshit. That that it, you know that when you look at one more day you have to understand that that to tell that story everyone had to act out of character just like it was civil war all over again. So if you really want to read a, a good story that may change your mind about Mary Jane, if you can retract your claws, we shall see. Is is that story? <laughs> I mean, because it really is. I mean, just yeah. it, it, it is one of the Jr. Am I wrong? Uh, well, that's a rather broad question, George. Uh, I mean, uh, about this one particular uh, topic, <laughs> you old bastard. <laughs> no, I, I no, I, I agree. It was it was a good issue. It was it was a good issue. I was I was trying to wreck my uh, trying to. There were some others I think that I liked as well, but I can't 
think of him right now, but no, you're right. Straczynski, Straczynski knew how to write adult relationships. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, I, I honestly, I'm convinced that a lot of these writers, I, they must hate they must hate women, or their experience with women must be limited to uh, you know stopped evolving after they were 12 years old. Yeah. You know what? You know you know what female character I'm surprised that they haven't done much uh, enough stories with is uh, Glory Grant. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I love I mean, Glory. I mean, didn't Glory yeah. go with? Uh, no, she's still working. She's working for Robbie, isn't she? No, 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 no. She was working for uh, Jameson. Oh, that's she right. was working for Jameson, and she quit. Yeah. And she quit. She basically says, "Oh, you're going." We to... We haven't seen her since she quit. Glory, yeah, great character. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. Uh, I remember too. Someone uh, when I read this question before that I wanted to point out Liz Allen. Just like mm. in the past, I, I really like. I've liked what they've done what, in 2099 with Liz. Yeah, her her role in that. She's really kind of kick ass. Like she's really not not kick ass, but she's just like she does not really pull her punches. She's the CEO, you know, of this company, or you know, she runs her own company. She's you know involved with the Osborns, and she just she never really gives any um Go. gives any quarter. Yeah, yeah, she just. Well, I mean, her really husband tough. was like she's tough with nails. Husband was murdered and framed, and her uh, father-in-law is uh, a goblin. Mm-hmm. And, well, her son, like, uh, and, like, and her son I mean, is practically the Antichrist at this. Her husband, exactly. her husband <laughs> was, married, was, was murdered and then got better. <laughs> her husband, yes, her husband did get better. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Oh. Uh, Lava one twenty one five posts. Hey all, this is for George. Hey. I'm looking into some trade paperbacks of the old webhead. I'm a relatively new reader, started in 2012, and I was wondering if you have, like, a top five Spidey storylines you could suggest. I don't have a top five, really. We've already mentioned Craven's Last Hunt, which is in the trade paperback. It's in the collection. It's out there. Um, there's a Mary Jane collection, which I think has, like, parallel lives in it and untold mm-hmm. one issue of, like, Untold Tales. I think it's Tales. Face It Tiger is what that uh, No, it's not Face It Tiger. Or Jackpot. Yeah, or, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, okay. uh, that's a good one. Of course, there's two trade paperbacks that both detail the death of the Stacys, or there's the one trade paperback hardcover. It's not really a yeah trade paperback. It can't be that if it's a hardcover. There's a hardcover that has the death of both of the Stacys. But that was some of the. I mean, that was back when Spider-Man was you know really firing on all cylinders and and really being at a time when it was for the most part written well. I would stay away from um, uh, Spider-Man versus the Black Cat. Um, <laughs> With <laughs> just joking, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could actually suggest. The line? Yeah. I could actually suggest that one. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, the black. Yeah, those are good. Um, the two juggernaut issues, I think, are collected yeah. into a uh, like a kind of a mini trade paperback. Oh, they did the first one from the eighties, and they did one from the two thousand. There's a yeah, and there's a, oh, okay. There's a hobgoblin trade paperback that's got like some amazing Spider-Man in it, as well as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. And that's a really good one. I think it's called like or- Hobgoblin Origin or something like that. If, and if you want to spend the money, get the the omnibus of Roger Stern. If you have that kind of yeah, like what is it, eighty bucks yeah. or so to plunk down something like that. Yeah, I, I cannot recommend highly enough the Roger Stern omnibus. O M F G. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Uh, you, you'll come back and you're like George. I just named my firstborn after you because. <laughs> Seriously, that or you'll name your first George child. Lava. Yeah, <laughs> I just named my first child after Roderick Kingsley. Oh man! Uh, last question. Uh, Zipline. His location is on Brad's list. Uh, to everyone, I see you've been busy on Skype pumping up. Uh, I have uh, people. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I guess I do have a list. <laughs> anyway, to everyone, I see you've been busy on Skype pumping out podcasts. It sounds painful, pumping out podcasts. Uh, I can oh, only ask yeah. this question here in the hopes it will be answered. Dan Slott is going to be at a convention near my town. Oh, man, we're ended with this. Uh, what would your advice be for me who wants to meet him, who has liked and who has likes and dislikes of his amazing Spider-Man run, but loves Superior Spider-Man? Any ego warnings, maybe? Also, thanks. I, I actually replied uh, to him. I think he sent me a Skype message. Uh, I be polite as always. Uh, you probably only have a couple seconds with them, honestly, if you're waiting in line to get your book signed. So if you, I don't think he'll have much time for small talk. But from what I've read, he's, he's much more confrontational and uh, argumentative online than he is in person. Oh, I, I think that's a shocker. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, several people I've talked to said that he's very nice in person, etc. He's... Uh, 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 so I don't think – don't bring your boxing gloves. I don't think you'll get in a verbal battle with them, but uh, just be polite. I wouldn't point out your dislikes that you have of Amazing Spider-Man. Exactly. Because, don't say yeah. I hate X, Y, Z. Not even yeah. hate. Even if you say, you know, I, 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 I didn't understand or I didn't quite enjoy this, don't say things like that because, A, he has very thin skin, and, B, he'll start replying to you in all caps. <laughs> in even in person. Just right there in person. So everything that you have to say must be complimentary. Um, for 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 the entire thing to be positive, um, don't say anything negative because he'll block you on Twitter immediately. Even, even if you're not on Twitter, he'll find a way to block you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he has blocked the crawl space, by the way, Ashley. And he's, uh, he's not allowed to surf the crawl space. I remember blocked, that story. <laughs> he blocked the site from his web browser allegedly. And um, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Helps him just, stay off just, those message boards, which sounds like yeah, that's true. Just flatter his ego as much as you can if you want it to go well, because he apparently responds well to that. But if you yeah. if you don't care, then if you could do me a favor and just you know, if you can, I'll email these six pages of notes to you, and if you want to send them out <laughs> and you want to hand deliver them, that would be. I think he'll have fun with that. Ashley's uh, trying to get you killed. Uh, you're good. With my last page calling him an amateur writer with lack of any kind of patience and who insists on ignoring his audience. So, oh. see how that goes over. Wow. Well, that's what happens when you end like that, Zipline. And people Thank call you. me a hater. <laughs> you, uh, feel free to address those iTunes reviews, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley is so <laughs> negative. <laughs> She's been on three months. Anyway, uh, ra- let's wrap it up. Final thoughts, Jr. Jr. is asleep. <laughs> Final thoughts is he went to bed ten minutes ago. No one noticed. No. <laughs> Jr. Are you there? He's he's out. He's out. He's- Poor. Oh, he's, he's not even on the yeah. He's, he's not even on the line. <laughs> I'm bringing him back in for his final thoughts. Wait a minute. I can't bring him back in. JR, come back. There he is. There you go. I'm bringing you. <laughs> come home, Snoopy. Are you back? You okay? Yeah, yeah. I accidentally clicked something here. So. Okay. I, I went <laughs> accidentally. To, accidentally. 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 <laughs> for the covers. I, I said final thoughts, and there was silence. We assumed you went to bed. Uh, final thoughts, JR. What do you What do you got? Um, well, um, let's see. The internet breaking in half. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, I just, I, you know, I tell you, next month we're probably going to be, I guess we're probably going to be discussing the end of Spider-Verse, I guess, what, issues 13 and 14. Is that when it ends? Uh, yes. I guess this month we wrap month. We yeah. only have one more month to suffer through? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with that, I'm sure that uh, more suffering will be in in, yeah, in just, on its yeah, later. So. Probably have to continue reading another book. It'll be, it'll be no, different not, suffering. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, no, I don't have anything else to say other than it's late. Good night, and I'm old. <laughs> My final thoughts. Well, I'm kind of hoping um, that after that, looking forward to actually um, the Gary Conway's a spiral thing because then we get back to some actual mm-hmm. street level stories where mm-hmm. he's at where we don't have to deal with oh planet Earth on planet Earth yes and we don't have to deal with the mystic totem spider. Oh, what's been going on this whole time that he's yeah <laughs> well, we don't have to deal well, we don't, yeah we don't have to deal with we don't have to deal with scroll magic scrolls that <laughs> that For, pull out of you know and also like we don't and prophecies so, and. For well, those of you who like him, who like Peter being the main character, you know we yeah. have this ancillary satellite title, satellite title that's coming real. up, right? Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, like so because because yeah, no, and, and although, and maybe maybe we can just have stories about maybe just one Spider-Man this time around. So, <laughs> so George, final words. Um, I got I got nothing. Uh, the reviews this month were kind of a downer. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they really were, but I mean that that was the honest reaction I've had to how how this whole thing's been going, and finally I just hit my fi- finally my give a shit just busted. You you if it would have ended last month, you would have been a little bit more satisfied with Spider Verse. I know. Well, I, you, you you think you think four months is the right number of versus six we're going on? Yeah, <laughs> it just it, it's yeah. it's time for it to be over now. Ashley, you get the final final thought. Oh, we're coming up on the tail end of Spider-Verse. You know, it's almost over. And with the close of Spider-Verse, first we are getting the close of the Silk Cosplay Week. So I think we're all <laughs> oh, celebrating. Yeah. Dude, uh, you're, 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 you guys did not enjoy the Silk Cosplay You almost week. had me to a point where I was like, do I even want to look at the front page? But you, guys get to, <laughs> but, you guys, but you guys yeah. get to read the Silk series on the satellite titles next month. The one girl, she did a good job. But they're, you know, with, it was a good cosplay. But yeah, oh. the one where she's the only girl you mean, impressive. the only girl doing the cosplay you mean, right? There were two of them. Maybe There's two girls. Maybe oh, there actually is two. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what Marvel right. means when they talk about fan reaction to Silk by the number of cosplays they start seeing on Instagram. Okay, so <laughs> so so it's so, so, clearly so, yeah, so, you wanted so, more Silk because we see so many girls dressing up like. So her. congratulations, you got she she has two cosplayers out of all the internet. Congrats. <laughs> You know. <laughs> Actually, uh, the next cosplay possibly Silk. Oh, for no. me? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not you, interested in the character. To... I'm not interested in the costume. All you need no. is toilet paper and wrap. I was just going to say, you just need a, you just need some bears crapping in the woods. What's that brand? Uh, uh, Charmin. Yeah. No, that's not. Actually, Charmin, no. That's... You what you get is all is that is a silly string and just kind of oh, lots of cans right. of that. How about just this? How about, how about she? One, how about she doesn't go like that? One that I actually do want to do is what? this one iteration of Felicia. I call it her her revenge costume. It's I, I can't remember. It was after she'd broken up with Peter and was double crossing the foreigner, and she took she took oh, these that, gold statues that he oh, had, yeah. built them down, and put them on these pauldrons on this leather jacket. Oh <laughs> yeah. 
where she oh, has, like, the, where she has like, like super. Oh. She, uh, she has a very short, short haircut going on too. She's yeah. got like a, a. Oh, it's weird. It's it looks like she's got a rat like, tail going it's on. It's totally eighties. It's a total eighties like costume. That <laughs> well, do you like that one? It's so bad and so loud yeah. that I kind of have to. Okay, I, Ashley. I'm drawn to it. So Ashley, what do you think of this idea? And Brad, you you give me your input on this, okay? Okay. What do you think about for charity? <laughs> we'll pick a charity, maybe something with animals or kids or something, because those are two very worthy, you know, things. Something that helps cats. Yeah, or something. <laughs> How about we have a contest, a cosplay contest, between who can who can do the better silk cosplay between Mike and Jr. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley and Brad, what do you think about that? Well, I'm in for twenty bucks. <laughs> Well, I would have to shave a lot of my body hair off before I did that. <laughs> so, um, no, no, because you can put on the black thing and then just wrap yourself up in silly string. Oh, you mean make basically look like even more like her newer one where she looks like a Kahona Ninja thing? Maybe though, one of right? you can do the one way and the other one can do the other way. Jr., are you in? I know you love charity. <laughs> Only when I'm the recipient of it. <laughs> Oh, it's for the kids, Gia. Yeah, can't kids. you do it for the animal kids? <laughs> uh, you know what? I've been doing the shit kid. for my kids for the last 20 years. It's about we time can, they did something for me. Oh, we can we set it up for uh, Heidi Ho. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we can market drum it with Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho. We get that little drum up for <laughs> business for that. Oh, gang, <laughs> thank you for listening. This has been fun. All, All right. right.